Hi, I'm Elise Koa, and this is the Musician Secrets Podcast. Today, I'm gonna have Saheb with me. Um, and I'm very excited because he's a really good friend of mine. Um, we went to uni together in uh, in Birmingham, so we go back a couple of years, and he's just someone I've admired from the beginning. He's an amazing singer, songwriter, and guitarist. We had guitar lessons from the same guitar teacher, Paul Fode. So if we bring him up in the interview, which happens quite a few times, because Paul Fode is just an amazing musician, guitarist, mentor and, and just guidance in our life. And if we're name dropping a few other names, uh, then they're usually students um, and friends that we, you know, we're working with. So don't get faced by that. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. And um, enjoy the video. Yeah. Am I your first guest? Yes, you are officially my first guest. Yeah. Yeah. Big deal. Yeah, I've got a few, a couple others lined up, but um, yeah, you're my first. Wow, gosh, I wonder how this is gonna. I wonder how this is gonna come across. <laughs> well, <I> mean, <laughs> interview. Because <laughs> you're a guitarist, right? You're a, you're a songwriter. You're a, a amazing songwriter. You're a better singer, guitarist. Do you play any more instruments? Is that pretty much? Well, I. I've always wanted to be able to, I don't know, like, I've always wished I was like a drummer. I mean, I've been playing guitar for the past, well, I've been, I mean, teach, so I started teaching myself guitar at the age of 12, so about 11 years ago now. Wow. <clears throat> because, yeah, yeah, so, I mean, I was always, I always felt like I was a guitar player, even when I was a lot younger, because I always used to, like, um, attach myself to the, the sound of the guitar. Uh -huh. Even when I was, like, three, like, two, three years old, like, um, I always used to try and, like, I think, I think, it was like my mum or my auntie or someone bought me like a toy guitar uh -huh. and I used to try and mimic the sound. I used to listen to the sound of the guitar. That's so funny, I did that too. Yeah, I just used to literally like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always feel like, I always feel like I was always meant to play guitar anyway because I just felt like it was, it was an instrument I naturally adapted to. That I didn't need to kind of, I don't know, be, you know, because I wasn't, I never, I don't think of myself as someone who's like been either you know um authentically trained in music in general even though i've studied music and stuff but i don't you know I've, I've had various guitar teachers but i've not really i've always done my own thing with it like i've not yeah i mean i've had periods where i've tried to be quite like i mean I, when i was in my teens i really wanted to be like a blues guitar player and then i you know then i got fixated on jazz for a certain period of time still so obviously jazz is like i think it's a great teacher Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, if you can play yeah, jazz, yeah. you can play anything. <laughs> pop, in pop, contemporary music, yeah. I think if you're if you're a jazz musician, you can do do anything. Like you can be a pop, you can be touring with all the pop stars. Yeah, you can do everything. Um, but yeah, so I always feel like um, I've had this kind of affinity and this kind of connection with the guitar because it's always felt the most natural to. to think just be, be able to use as an outlet in some way yeah. and I think it's because it's such a it's such a varied instrument because it's percussive and it's melodic and it's harmonic and it's just all of these things um, and it's kind of every for me it's, it's everything encompassed into one 
or, you know, just this big block of wood, metal strings or plastic strings or whatever. Mm. Um, you just pick it yeah, up and everything yeah. you need is there. <laughs> Pretty much, like you can, you can play, I mean, you, you know, you, you got a loop pedal, you got a few effects, you can yeah. literally have a band in like this little thing and like with a bit of technology like you can create a, like you see shows where like people are making everything with just the guitar yeah. and you're like how Ed Sheeran yeah oh yeah Ed Sheeran there's so many I mean I think he was the first guy that kind of <clears throat> made it cool what, what got you what got you what transition what change that got you into the songwriting aspect I think when I started to teach myself guitar and I started to learn these chords I think instantly because I've always felt like I was like I, I was going to be a songwriter like I was going to write my own music mm-hmm. and I'm I, and I think I remember like the first time I learned like I think E minor and A minor and I was literally going around the house playing it like oh my god <laughs> yeah look at me <laughs> yeah. yeah literally like I'm like this is a song isn't it like um the first song I wrote was about I was like in the mindset of of I'd look around and you know you'd, you'd see because I used to go to London quite a lot as a kid because I used to live kind of close to London and then I used to see a lot of homeless people mm-hmm. and I used to just kind of be like what like imagine being like that so then I wrote a song about in the perspective of being a homeless person wow um I was about 15 at the time yeah I was just yeah. about to ask how old you were that's mad yeah. to think that as like a 15 year old like usually when you write a song most of the time it's out of your own perspective so writing your first song about somebody else's perspective is very interesting yeah yeah I've always I think yeah I've always been interested in perspectives anyway so like my own perspective I've always I don't know because I feel like I don't have a single perspective on anything because I always try and look at things objectively, but naturally we're going to be subjective about everything. Yeah. But <laughs> I think, oh yeah, naturally, like we, we like to say, oh, I'm not very biased, but you are biased. You are, by you're saying you're not biased. biased. You're saying you, you're, you're biased. biased. <laughs> Extremely like, biased. Like, I'm not negative, but you're like, well. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> that but is always a thing. It's like, a, I don't know, there's, there's something about the word but. Yeah. That just means I am, really. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> literally. But yeah, so that, I think, so yeah, that was the first thing I think I, I think was the, the first official song I tried to write. I think I was trying to write songs for, for ages since I started, started um, playing guitar, like, depending on the type of music I was into at the time, I'd always try to write stuff that inspired, just like inspired by that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that kind of stuff, was I don't know it was, it was kind of quite I always like to put a lot certain variations in my songs yes sections that kind of a bit separate from what you kind of I don't know I like to kind of I like the idea of, of journeys with music mm-hmm. that's why I'm really into like experimental stuff and that's, that's why I'm very very connected to jazz now more than I used to be because even though it was music that I I respected I didn't spend enough time listening to it to mm-hmm. be able to relate in any way for sure yeah but so yeah so with the first songs i've been trying like i think ever since i've been trying to write songs um i've always tried to take stuff that's that feels familiar or probably sounds familiar to other people but i don't know mess around some way or the other some way in some form whether it's the musical um 
elements of the of the song or it's you know if, if there's an idea or a message behind the song particularly through the lyrics i'm trying to work around like i always feel like if i'm gonna write lyrics that's why i don't tend to i haven't done done a lot of lyricism recently because i've always felt a bit i don't know it's very lackluster it's not you know whenever i've tried to attempt lyrics in recent times it's always not it's not been with the same effect as how i used to mm-hmm. so i've been kind of a bit too casual with it yeah. which is cool i don't have a problem with that it's just if i'm gonna say something it has to have some purpose or meaning, or meaning. Um, you know i like yeah. that um, i always that's i'm a lyric person so i the first thing that i listen to are the lyrics and yeah i've always noticed that with yeah because I, I think i remember some of your songs that used to i was it was always very lyrically involved oh thanks yeah uh, yeah that but even poor photo which is used to talk about your your songs and he'd, he'd always be like oh and at least you wrote this song i was thinking about it for ages and then he was like i even brought it up um when i was having dinner with the family and i was like talking to my wife and i was like oh wow like seriously like he was your your your, your lyricism has been very deeply invo- driven hasn't it like it's always been like that i've always noticed that with you thank you well that's such a huge compliment especially coming from paul fold he's such yeah wow yeah because yeah, well, yeah. music is so powerful and i don't want to waste that yeah. you know that moment you know just listening to the radio they're just so all saying the same thing a little bit differently and like okay we've heard this already like yeah like how many songs can you write about love like it didn't i didn't about partying as well exactly love party and breakups and falling in love falling out of love like all this stuff from like yeah i didn't write my first i wrote my first love song mm. when I was engaged to my husband. That was the first time I wrote it and it was the song yeah. for a wedding. I walked down the aisle to the song. Oh, so lovely. That's so so lovely. that was the first love song ever. I'm like cuz I was just like no, I'm not writing a love song, but obviously, you know, that was a bit it just kind of came out of us. Guess that's that. so natural. Yeah. So, it was a very natural process and so yeah. and I've been obsessed with your song. <laughs> wow, that's a mad. So it's only on um SoundCloud it's just because it's a demo. Yeah. It's literally just a demo. I haven't touched it since uni. Wow. Basically. Yeah. But it's still, that was even the, as a demo. It's like I I don't think you have to do anything to the song because I'm just I appreciate that. I mean that was see that was the mindset as well. Um at the time like I was really willing to kind of upload every or the whole album and put it out there. But I mean my kind of self-esteem with what I've been doing for quite a few years has been always been like mm-hmm. So, you know, at the time when I was making the album I was like I'm so driven to release this yeah. all of this stuff. Uh and I obviously sat away from it for about couple of months and I was just like I'm not too sure I'd have to go back and rework stuff and blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and I mean wh- when I come down to it like that song and another one of the other songs on that um album was like they were like the uh I don't know I'd say that like it felt closer to what my intentions are still and were then mm-hmm. like as a art like as a person writing music and trying to express myself say what I want to say the stuff that's on my mind it was it's probably the closest to what I can I'm still proud like like looking back cuz I look back at stuff I've done and I'm like oh right cool you know I did that kind of quite decent for the time period or I've done yeah yeah like you look back and you're like oh oh 
okay, well, I've improved there. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Especially in the last few years, like, yeah. I look back and I'm like, oh, wow. I'm glad I'm not, I'm glad time is like there yeah. and I'm here. Because it's, exactly. it's, yeah. But I that. The owl is just like a screenshot of where you were at the moment. So I yeah. wish that if I like recorded an album now and then listened to it five years later, I'd be like, oh, okay, like yeah. I could have done this and this and that because that meant yeah. I improved. But that was yeah. the best thing I could have done at the moment, you know? Mm. Yeah, 100%. I think that's that's the struggle with being like an artist, I guess, yeah. because you can't. Yeah, I feel like it's. I don't know who I got this from. In fact, I think I got this quote from Paul Fode. Oh, he said, "I love him. <laughs> he's the best." Uh, yeah, he's yeah, the best for sure. Um, but when he was, I think, during the times of like of our guitar lessons, I it was kind of I was getting to the point where I was showing him my my stuff and my material, and I was yeah. obviously really kind of withdrawn with it. And he was like, I think it was like Miles Davis said something like the most difficult thing particularly as like an artist or as a musician is to like yourself more than anything else yeah because you can be really really good and be really amazing at what you do but then if you don't like what you do yeah everything else doesn't matter because exactly. you're trying to present yourself so yeah that was that's been a, i mean that's been a struggle for a long time it's been a struggle since i've wanted to be a musician like just okay well, always trying to like I always feel like even though I've tried not to be a people pleaser I feel like I've ended up just being that guy and I don't I don't want to be like I want to just be myself basically yeah. that's the that's the idea of mm. of why I want to like when I get back into the zone of releasing music properly mm. I don't want to be that person and I don't want to be someone who's trying to be someone like I've always just done this thing like because I'll, I'll spend periods of time as a guitar player sitting there sitting there and like listening to certain guitar players I'll, I'll always have like, have like a favorite person yeah at a certain period of time and then I'll be like okay I'll sit there listening to everything that person does and trying to copy them yeah I used to do that a lot back in the day and now I'm just like I'm just mean <laughs> so I think that yeah. that's that's the best way to go about it because the thing is everyone is going to have an opinion about your music that that's the yeah. thing is music is so objective and one person will be say like oh awesome the other person will be like what the heck is this you know so they're going to be always going to be you know people having opinions and they're going to like it or not or they're always going to find some ways how to improve or be better or whatever and that's what i realized with my songwriting is like if you try to be a people pleaser you're always going to lose because everyone's going to have different opinions but once you start writing songs for you and playing because you love it and you decide where the song goes, then you're going to please yourself and that's going to be the most important thing. That's what I've just learned as like uh, just writing songs in general. Because I'm like, right, you don't like it, but I do. So... <laughs> Yeah, who else likes it? I like it. Yeah. No, so I think I think that's just a common struggle that everyone kind of goes through because as a songwriter, you're so personal and so open about how you're feeling and what you're going through. And so when somebody like attacks that, you're just like, oh, like it hurt me so uh, much. Yeah, I totally feel that. You know, whenever you've had someone just be like, yeah, because you can have a room full of everyone that loves what you're doing being really really into it then you'll fixate on the one person that lives there like that's just like criticizing you yeah. you're wondering what that person that's turning around mumbling is saying <laughs> I know <laughs> exactly how <laughs> <I'm> feeling 
like one person like you literally want to isolate them and be like why aren't you into why? this <laughs> why, why are you nodding your head in the rhythm <laughs> with my song like everyone is like yeah why is everyone <laughs> why are you ruining it one person is ruining a massive vibe yeah this exactly. one person yeah i don't know what why do we do that we obsess over like the one thing that's not turning out instead of like focusing on the nine other things that do work the human brain in general or is it like a musician thing i don't know i think it's a, a human thing <laughs> i think we're we're very insecure we're a very insecure species i'd say like i mean you look around at different animals and they're just doing their thing like <laughs> yeah i know that sounds like like a random thing to think about but it's like oh wow you look at birds you know rats are doing their own thing like yeah. let's be honest like we look at Think of the amount of negativity we spew towards other species. That's like, true. I hate spiders. I despite like I have a phobia <laughs> against spiders, I and I hate like mice and rats. And I'm like, I will outwardly say it in front of them, yeah. and they probably don't give it. Like, they don't care. Their <laughs> life. <laughs> they don't understand, obviously. But yeah. <laughs> it's like we we're so fixated if someone, even if it's usually like the thing with. I always think negative negativity is also like a positive thing as well because it's a good way of knowing how to deflect it. So like I always think if you get something negative coming towards you, it's kind of like a test on you and just and how you you're able to deal with an obstacle or how you're able to deal with I don't know. It's it's like good point. It's like learning how to dodge something or learning how to dodge a bullet or something. I don't know. It's it's like it's a test on you to be able to deal with it. If yeah. you can't then it's not bad thing but it's it's not going to help you in the long run kind of thing like you can't yeah that makes sense i've never seen it i've never really thought about it that way i think that's a good point to bring up it doesn't mean it doesn't mean it doesn't affect me yeah. like i still oh, no, sit no, here no, like no yeah <laughs> yeah like <laughs> this is so uncomfortable I like <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> why your song oh my gosh okay let, let's let's dive into that i want to pick your brain because it's oh gosh it's it's just good it's insomniac's lullaby um okay first of all like you said like the the journey that you're put on i love the beginning you know the 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 voice over the like echoey voice over in the beginning kind of like sets the tone yeah and then what i love is the transition when you transition from the verse into the chorus and it has this push yeah. in it. Mm. <laughs> it's genius because <laughs> it's because you're 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 used by this time you're like okay I know what's happening okay the chorus mm. hits and it has this very straightforward simple beat I like drum and then yeah. you're just like oh and then you were waiting you wait for the one you know you wait for the one to hit and it's like yeah. <laughs> Push it doesn't happen until like simple but effective. It was so good. I'm like, I didn't expect that. So uh, it just had that little surprise in there where you know it's it just makes the song. So you you repeat it twice um, mm. in you know in the first part of the chorus and then it kind of yeah. stops. Bring it in later, so it's not like a constant thing. You don't feel like it's you know overwhelming so i think you got that really good balance between surprising the listener um and having that really cool transition from that verse into the chorus that is just so effective i think thank you yeah. so yeah the first the that um speech in the beginning is I've, i've i've taken like a sample of um alan watts 
he's mm-hmm. like um he's a philosopher and like a uh, spiritualist and mystic mm-hmm. he kind of he delves quite into a lot of eastern philosophies and i think like he's um he's i think he was a zen buddhist he has a book about about buddhism um a lot of interesting stuff i do have one of his books um i i, I kind of he's one of those guys that you kind of have to have like everything yeah <laughs> and he has so much he has so many like he's a very oversampled guy though cuz like a lot of a lot of people take his stuff from youtube and use it for like their lo-fi hip hop beats or yeah, yeah. or like i don't know quite ambient sounding stuff so exactly at the time it felt like an original kind of thing because i was so dealt i was so into his stuff yeah. not only listening to him um listening to his speeches um that i was like well i have to incorporate you know it's got to be something that's is kind of rep- I mean even now it still kind of represents the way I look at things and that's kind of a spiritual injection. No, that's cool cuz I I think cuz I'm like in the beginning I'm like I don't I don't know where this is going. Like first I'm like is this a hate singing on the track? I was like like no. <laughs> like is this going to that sophisticated. <laughs> is that like is that is this like an instrumental track? Like what is it? So I was just like okay, all right. So and then it kind of it really takes you on that journey that you said in the beginning. Beginning where yeah. you you like to take the listener and kind of walk them through, um, and so that's exactly how I was feeling. I was just like, okay, so we have like the introduction, which is already different from what you usually listen to, and then kind of walks into you know the what is it? Are they called harmonics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um. So from what I remember, but because it's been so long since yeah. I've touched the track, um, like the yeah, yeah, it was hard much, yeah. So simple that is like stuck in my head, and that's a, that's the beauty of simplicity. Yeah. Is if you make it so simple that it's repeatable, like like I said, like the dun 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 thing, then that that's yeah. stuck in my head because it's so simple. Because if you make something very complex, you know, it's like. Yeah, and you're like, you know, like when a melody is all over the place. But exactly. it's just cool. I like that kind of stuff. But yeah. especially if you're going to ease into something. Yeah. Um. So that basically because that was meant to be like the last. So uh, so the way I was trying to I was planning out the album was that it would be like the last track of the album. Okay. So it would go from all this music into the vocal uh-huh. section, then straight into the you know the simplicity with the with the harmonics and then. Just because it was the whole point of it being a lullaby, and the reason why I call it a lullaby is even though I was in the mindset of, you know, I think I'd kind of written it on on the idea of me you know, kind of having rest, restless nights and like, mm-hmm. you know, a uh, overactive imagination. <clears throat> But because it was the last song, it was meant to be the last song of the of the EP slash album. You're gonna listen to the album at night, then you just go straight to sleep. I don't know. It, That was it, kind of the. It is very, it is very calming. It's like it has that energy. But it has this really mm. nice flow where it's like so fitting that it's called a lullaby because it 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 has this really good combination I think um, between not to, not being overwhelming but still keeping it like interesting um, throughout the song, right? So it's very very mm. calming. I think it's not like an aggressive song. Where you're like, <laughs> the band I was in at school, I was like the singer as well. It was kind of we were trying to go down this kind of rock lane, a heavier music kind of lane, but I just didn't have the voice for it. Mm. I used to want to be able to sing like that, but it's just my yeah. voice isn't. You know, I can't. 
if I ever try and put any type of grit in my voice, it just hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I sometimes feel like, am I going to start choking up blood if I do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's how um, I feel, but you, you have a beautiful voice when it comes to this very, uh, just... Likewise. Just, Likewise. Oh, I'm trying. I'm really. I'm. That's something I'm very. I haven't about sung myself. in a while. After like I barely like I, I tried to sing. I think one of the last gigs because there was um, when gigs started to come back on again for a little while during this time period. Um, mm-hmm. I did a gig in this place called the Dark Horse, and mm-hmm. I, think, I, fi- I think it was the first time I proper properly attempted to sing in yeah. public again. Mm-hmm. And it was difficult, man. Yeah. It was difficult doing it. <laughs> Especially when you're nervous, like my voice just kind of—I don't know—it just kind of feels like everything is like tight and pulled together. Like it's just—I don't know—it's very, very different than when you're just at home practicing or whatever, and then you stand on stage and you're like sweating, your hands are shaking, and your voice is just doing crazy stuff you didn't know it could do, <laughs> but not like in a good sense. Like in oh, the well, you want to be like, oh, I squeaked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like that before yeah exactly so but so what what was the inspiration for the insomniac lullaby what what was it that caused this beauty <laughs> how did this how how was this conceived yeah. how was yeah. this baby made <laughs> what location where what time yeah exactly what, what, what was the process like what because uh, you said like every song is different every song has a process so what was yeah yeah so that the so the song started um, no surprise on guitar mm-hmm. um, so I, I had that so that kind of harmonic idea mm-hmm. um, and the kind of movement idea I, I've, I had that for about a couple of years prior to even trying to properly write the song so I'd, oh, I'd put okay. like a voice note uh-huh. on a chat so basically the band I kind of used to be in with kind of my best mates from, um, from school um, I think we got to a period where we were trying to do attempts kind of new stuff uh, and I had a few ideas at the time and that idea was actually one of them uh-huh. um, I think I even had the chorus movement down just because it was quite musically similar to the actual verse movement mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of started with it like I was messing around with, the, with effects with my effects pedals yeah. that I had at the time I bought I some I got some new pedals <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I have an ear for particular types of twinkly yeah. sounds no, um, that was always if you needed some cool effect it was your guy like you just like say just yeah. say something cool and you're like <laughs> Just do that, do that pedal thing. Yeah, 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 do okay. your pedal thing. It's like, whatever you do, it doesn't matter. It's going to sound awesome. Just push some buttons and go. <laughs> push some buttons. push those buttons. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was kind of... Basically, yeah, so before I'd, I'd started uni, I was like, still kind of in my bedroom, messing around with some sounds. And um, after writing quite a few songs with this band, and kind of feeling like I wanted to, to do more kind of um, or delve more into what I wanted to to lead myself into in terms of the type of songwriting process and the type of ideas I was trying starting to kind of come up with because so I was so tired of what I was trying to do. Yeah. Um. So that was like the, one of the first ideas I had attempted to work on back then. 
and I'd left it for a period of time. Yeah. Um, so when it got to the point of, um, of I think the final major project time where you had the choice of doing an album yeah. and doing like a performance, I was like, well, I definitely want to do the album because there's so I have so many ideas that yeah. I want to um, put together, and it, it's it's definitely something I want to be you know, working on as well, my, my songwriting process, because I hadn't really properly worked on it for, well, ever really, because most of the songs, most of, most of my songwriting was just stuff I just, just did, like, either at home or something, or with friends, um, so, I think that the beginning process, I think originally, I think, the ideas that I tend to have with a lot of things, whether it's music or anything, it's kind of just me kind of conceptualizing something, and even if I'm not around an instrument at the time or if I have my instrument but before I'm about to get it yeah like I feel like I came up with a name before mm. I really had the lyrics mm. solidified like yeah. um so for me it was kind of sitting down with what I'd had with the kind of musical idea musical idea I'd had originally mm. with this movement with the harmonic movement and the kind of chord movement mm and trying to highlight the um i think trying to highlight how i was what exactly i was trying to say in the song but but mainly how i felt the music would take um myself and everyone listening to it Mm -hmm. like so me trying to find um i was i think my my thing about Songwriting is a lot of the times when I have these ideas, it ends up just turning into like problem solving. Yeah. <laughs> trying to find. Yeah. Trying to find stuff that works, that connects, that feels right at the time, mm. um, and that I can kind of just record and go back to and kind of be like, okay. So I'd, I'd recorded that a few times before. I think it had really, I really nailed it. Mm. Well, nailed it. I don't know because it's still, it was still, it's still, it was still even demo process, even mm. for the final. Um, final cut for for the assignment basically mm. but in terms of how I tried to connect everything together it was I was trying to work out okay so I have this idea that I know will be able to I'll be able to kind of express something with it but I don't know I got the time before I'd even probably worked on the song so I, 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 how am I gonna get about creating this into more than just a static thing like it's not, it's not going to just be one mm. it's not just taking you down one path how is this going to take you how are you going to be able to do, take a bit of a detour around this it's like it's like being on a drive and just being like okay cool there's a destination over there yeah. i'm here but if i go if i stay on this really simple one road system i might end up getting stuck in traffic and getting bored yeah, yeah. I might be able to find some other interesting little paths and I might see some other stuff that, that might intrigue me yeah. That's through a, the journey. Yeah, that's so a, that's a, I like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that metaphor now too. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> then yeah, you, you end up going in a completely different direction and you'll be like, Oh, I didn't know it could I could get to this place yeah. by this route. Exactly. Um so that's basically how I navigate yeah. my entire life is I have the worst sense of orientation and basically I get lost all the time and especially in Birmingham when I was just new and I didn't know my way around I got lost so many London. times London oh London that's the place oh my god yeah well I mean 
just anywhere I go, it doesn't matter. I, I just get lost. But the cool thing is when you get lost, you actually find cool places that are like, oh, I didn't know this was here. Or I didn't know I could Unless go- you're panicking. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Unless you're in actual, actual panic. And even if there's something amazing, that's usually, when I'm in that state of trying to like, okay, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. I'm either like, well, whatever. But oh, I'd be like so like concerned. I'm like, what if? What if? Uh, what like? Yeah, yeah. I, I've just like, learned over the years to just enjoy the ride, just take it and just enjoy. It. Unless I have to be somewhere at a specific time, then that's when I panic, you know. But then I usually take a, a route that I know I'm not gonna go and experiment. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, how did you do that? I just did it. I just I did know, it. Like, that's the thing is. I kind of hate and love the question at the same time because I'm like the process yeah. is different with every song but then yeah. I get like I wake up at 2 a.m and write a song or then the other time I write write it on the back of my physics homework so like I was doing my physics and then I had yeah. this idea and I had to like turn over the page and I wrote it on the back of my like there's no process really uh there are a few few points where I'm like okay th this is uh, like a little bit of a routine once I'm in that creative space but how you get there is that's what I love about songwriting there is no this is how you do it oh yeah that's why it's fascinating to talk about this as well with this different yeah. type of songwriters yeah it's like you like I'm always fascinated with the different types of, of artists that are both successful or, or whatever you know you know that your favorite artists how they come up with stuff um you know, there's so many people that I'll, I'll think about, um, you know, I'm trying to think of, of a particular person now, but like anyone who you can think of um, and how they're able to explain their process of, of a song or anything like um, random guy. I don't know, like Tyler, the creator, he's really his his process of writing is like mad because he's so everywhere. As, yeah. I always think of it similarly to like like Kanye West or something, or just like just people that just come up with things and they're just like, they have all these ideas. Yeah. <laughs> try and, they, tr they try and do this thing where it's like, okay, yeah. like I don't have to describe it, but like if a song is like this big ball, this big yeah. spherical ball, how you get everything to try and like, put it in there. Like yeah. You're trying to squish it in there. Like there's a little hole over there, a little where you can yeah. stuff everything inside. Yeah. And that's kind of the process of, of I don't know how it's a, so hard to kind of, create an analogy of how to write a song because it's obviously different but for me it's like it's like problem solving yeah. you know um finding get trying to uh, find a way of getting to a destination and putting everything into like this, this spherical because i don't like i feel like the an analogy of a box is very rigid yeah <clears throat> but no, like a sphere is sphere is very like you know it's, it's you know it's like the earth or whatever it's like spherical and it's like it's not you can expand and you can kind of move in a way that you can't you can't there, there are no edges to it there are no there isn't anything it's just very yeah i think kind of, i think as creative people our mind is kind of all over the place and that's where i'm made fun of all the time is that yeah. literally my, my mind just goes in a bazillion 
directions like oh i have this idea and that idea and can we do this and what yeah. about that and what you know and and in in some way when you're writing a song and if you're in that creative space it is very helpful but then mm. like navigating life <laughs> is actually kind of a you know you know tony just makes fun of me all the time because you know he's always he does one thing he finishes it does mm. another thing finish it like he has he's a very structured person which what i love about him i'm the complete yeah. opposite i'll start a thing uh get distracted because i have another idea and then get distracted yeah. another idea so that's why i think i love songwriting because in that sense there, there are no really rules on how to write it at the end of the day you either like it no. or you don't and um, I think, um yeah songwriting is a really good way of i think you start to develop communication skills with it as well mm-hmm, yeah like i feel like and i think like, i don't know you know i've always been a very insecure person but i feel like when you write music write your own music it's therapy as well mm-hmm. it's kind of therapeutic yeah it's it's individual therapy mm-hmm. um yeah which is another thing that i want to get in actually start getting into like music therapy yeah um because i think it's i think it's just vital at the moment as well because it's, you know as much as i want to mm-hmm. i want to make my own music and promote myself i want to help others as yeah. well I love I love how music just affects people. Like it's the quickest way to change a mood, to change what someone's thinking about and it just triggers those memories. Like I don't know anything else that will put you back in 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 the time when you heard the music for the first time or you you know you, you there's just certain songs that when you listen to it, it just automatically gets up those emotions, those memories again. Because I want to make like some med- meditation music. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I, totally yeah. Yeah, I, I really want to delve into this type of thing because I feel like, like I said, I want to, I think the only way I'm going to be able to present myself is if I'm trying to help other people in some way. Well, not trying to help, but allowing myself and other people, be, you know, allowing themselves to be helped as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which I think is the thing with mental health problems is that yeah. it's, being a, kind of allowing yourself to allow others to help you as well mm-hmm. so i think in in those cases i think we need to be a, a lot more aware of of mental health in general but yeah. um in, in obviously in this situation particularly with the whole isolation like hot isolation isolation yeah. thing and a lot of like older people roof, yeah. yeah it's it's and it's crazy how we've kind of encouraged older people to be by themselves now more like mm-hmm. we're, we're kind of like oh either if you're in a home it's fine like i'm very and and i think it's just because of my culture yeah. we don't believe in old people old people's homes we're like you take care of your grandparents like it's yeah. disrespectful yeah you know you have to so with me it's like okay if you have grand, i mean all of my grandparents have all passed away now so mm-hmm. i think if you do have your grandparents still with you really cherish your time with them yeah um yeah like for for me i've only really ever experienced like two of my grandparents from both my parents side really um and i've always been very um close to my grandfather who passed away quite a few years years ago and um a lot of and i feel like at those pivotal moments where particularly when the state of the mind starts to become quite fragile i think we just need to do everything we can to to i don't know be there for Uh, older generations like it's easy for us as younger people to kind of moan about them and yeah exactly you no know, it's easy for us because even in current the current climate we kind of sit there and turn against our elders because of where politics plays us 
Yeah. You know, um, but you know, we really need to respect them and, and understand that we're not here. We're here because of them. Because like, of you them, know, on yeah. a on a on a biological level and on a like spiritual level as well. Um, and we carry their their DNA and their and their principles as well. Like like my granddad had just was a guy of principle. And you know, seeing him in the state that he was in uh, prior to him passing away, it was it was hard, um, especially when you weren't able to help at the time. Yeah. When you're a lot younger. Um, but I think that's why, for me, you know, like you said, like I think the effects of music yeah. on, I think not just the mind, and then you have the heart. I think for me, you have the mind and the heart, and then I think the connection of those two kind of develop the soul. So I think it has a massive effect on the soul. Um, and I think it, it's, it's demonstrated through our mental states. Mm. So I think, you know, if, if we want to keep everyone's mind healthy, their mind and their hearts healthy, we need to be able to allow them to feel like, I think because music for me is like, if music doesn't have any soul or love in it, and it's not really, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Well, there's no so, point really. For me, it's like music is all about emotion, right? So if you don't mm. bring that across with with lyrics or without, it doesn't matter. Uh, mm. And there's no point in music. That's the only yeah, thing that, yeah. that that makes music good, if, if you want to label it that way. But how you do it, it doesn't matter. It's just all, yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. emotion, like how you bring it up and where you take it completely up to you but that's that's the only criteria that i i i judge a song by if you mm. want to say so is like okay is is the emotion there can i feel it and do i believe yeah. what you're saying you know or does it just feel like something you just said so you have something on the piece of paper that you can yeah just a little gap, gap filler hit song yeah yeah so that, that that is really like if the emotion isn't there and that's something i learned from paul fode really is if you don't feel it don't play it it's just as simple yeah. as that sometimes uh, so is there is the, the the album is it gonna be coming out at all or so i will have to say i will have to say on that album i have to i have to be a bit of a downer and say that probably won't get released but what? i do want to <laughs> what, what are you saying what that was not no, what that's... <laughs> no 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 so yeah just because for quite a few reasons i just it's a laziness not to want to go back to that stuff a lot of that stuff but And you know what I said about the word, but it doesn't mean yeah. it means not. <laughs> um, so I want to, so that track and uh, there's like one other track. One other track? Yeah, one of the other tracks. I do want to return to at some point, possibly rework and try and find a way of molding it into the, the way I would write music now. Mm -hmm. um, and that song, I'd. I'd, I'd try and make like a live version of that at some point it'd be amazing oh, to be able to well, I love live versions sometimes it just has yeah. special John Mayer does that a lot I yeah. think oh god don't get me started John Mayer that was, <laughs> he was like my guy like, when I, was I know like, there are a lot legends. of similarities between the two of you which yeah. I just love that was so that's oh god I appreciate that but yeah. that was an issue when I was um, at a period of time when I was you know like writing songs and um, just before I started uni I didn't want to come across as this 
like I said earlier on, um, trying too hard to be like someone else. Like I'd always feel really conscious about me looking like a guy that's trying to be like John Mayer. So that was that's always something that I've always thought about. And like I always, when I think when people make the comparisons, I'm always like, oh, well, that's nice. But most of the time, I'm like, oh gosh, nice. Is that what I want? I don't want to. Well, oh, that's like this person. You, I'm like, I don't well, want to be. <laughs> no, but it's like, I mean, it's good to draw inspiration mm. from somewhere, you know, and yeah. it doesn't mean you are John Mayer. It just means that, yeah. you know, you've taken, you know, stuff of his, like, sound and vibes and transform yeah. it into something that's yours. And um, that thing, I think, is, is something beautiful that you can do as an artist because that's you know what you know ed sheeran talks about damien um quite a lot when he talks about his song process and you can hear those influences right but he took yeah. that inspiration and then he turned it into the ed sheeran mm. sound that we know now so yeah it's it's yeah it's definitely not a neg negative thing i think yeah. i think it's main but i, I get it i get what you're saying because you're yeah. like but i'm me you know <laughs> i want to be mr but you can't you're i mean we are all products of um i don't know if this is like a quote i, I took from, i don't know like the, we're all products of our inspiration or the, the people who yeah. we either looked up to or tried to imitate exactly. even if we're ourselves well there is no such thing as like an original thought like that's something i don't know where this quote is from but somebody i somebody said it or i heard it or whatever and it, it just said i'm like that's true because you're always that's why whatever you're listening to that's why i like to listen to so many different types of music because yeah. what you listen to is what you're going to be creating right so yeah. you're going to be influenced by all these different sounds because you're not going to be create something you've never heard it just yeah yeah makes sense <clears throat> so you're naturally going to be you're naturally going to be something that you've listened to that you've been really into is going to naturally inspire you yeah exactly if you're gonna particularly if you if you are an aspiring writer and it's going to naturally just in, inspire you to write something similar to it even if you're not trying to copy it but it's i think other <laughs> art pieces of art have always inspired people and have always been the product of <clears throat> you know even out even the most famous famous pieces of art that's out there like whether it's stuff you've seen in, seen in like a museum or music or anything, it's always been inspired by something else. Something else that existed before. So, and then somebody takes that yeah. for their inspiration and creates something. So that's how things are built or made and created. Yeah. It's now, there. it doesn't come from nothing. And I think you were like, like, oh, I'm being so original and so unique. And I'm like, what? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it does <clears throat> not. So. Especially nowadays, especially nowadays when, you know, in this in this time of all of these different like in a, on in a musical sense i think in everything because everything's been done like i think in a sense exactly yeah. everything everything that's that we can we can adapt to or we feel comfortable around i mean the only the only types of things that are out there that are so out there and unique is just stuff that's like makes you kind of slightly feel uncomfortable because it's not the norm it's not part of like contemporary modern society or something like you know pieces of music or whatever that's a bit like and a lot of the times it's to take away certain things that kind of are the com comforting elements of something. So with music, exactly. if you take out the, the concept of, um, I don't know, a tempo, mm. and it's just music that's just like free flowing, yeah. like 
vibrato kind of stuff or just and it, then there's a bit of a weird element and then if you have music that takes away the element of like me- melody or harmony and then it just sounds like yeah what's going on so most that? of the time whenever you, yeah it's, it's just like you have to kind of do stuff that's not the norm or do stuff that's not the that's not um something that's been adapted to like modern contemporary I don't know, society or pop, popular culture, like stuff that's outside of it so much that it, then it's like, okay, well, that is original. But even then, even the weirdest stuff that's out there is, has probably been copied. Mm. So it's like... Well, then it's based on the structure you came out of, right? Even if you say, mm. okay, I'm not going to use any tempo, it's just going to be free, you know, mm. then it came from the idea that there was a tempo before. Right, so there yeah. again, it's not an original thought. So it just it, you're you're yeah. coming out of something that was normal or the norm, and yeah. you came up with a new thought. So you think out of the old one, right? Because if that didn't exist yeah. before, you wouldn't come up with an idea to make it without a rhythm or without a tempo. Or yeah, without without something that's already been established. That's like, I'm not talking like about everything like else, I guess. Pace, you know, like then that's yeah. you know stealing. <laughs> but yeah, you know that's when you get troubles with mm. all the lawyers. Like when you literally yeah. copy and paste. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm talking about inspiration and you know listening to oh, yeah, different yeah. types. Then that's totally fine. But I think mm. we'll get that mixed up a lot. So yeah, a lot. Well, to end mm. this, because uh, I don't want to keep you too long. <laughs> I mean, like, no, I don't want to waffle too long as well. Picking, because pick, Picking your brain, <laughs> but um, again, somebody that loves to listen to lyrics, um, I really loved your concept of it. Mm. I, just the little things, I mean, the in the first verse, I don't know how, you know, if you can recall that, but... Um, <laughs> The, the way I wrote it down, because it just, for some vertical, the, the word, there, there's a lyric that says... Oh, right, okay, yeah. Yeah, so. I, and I, I hopefully I understood this right, because you didn't, you know, vertical. you didn't write any yeah, of because, um, Yeah, because... If, if I think back to the, the way I was, I think it was like I was like lying down, and I was like, because I was vertical, so I was like vertically looking up. But, no, but the way you pronounce it is so interesting, like... Usually, you say vertical or vertical yeah, or yeah. whatever. It just has that, you know, flow vertical. But you yeah. say, um, um, yeah, ice up vertical to the sky, right? So that's the line. Yeah. If I get it, if yeah. I got it right. Yeah, I think right. that's actually. <laughs> I can't even remember. Oh, was that right? <laughs> yeah, you. The way you pronounce, ver- I, don't, I can't simple. even do it. Rhythmically. It's, it's yeah. like. Um, d- 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 it's almost like pushed yeah i love how it just flows into the second line usually you have like a line then you finish the thought you start the next one you finish the thought you know that's usually the usual structure that is i thought was so fascinating how you um took just this word vertical and just completely put a different rhythm to that and floated into the next line um yeah so. so that's yeah that's another thing i, I find interesting and i probably because i listen to a lot of um i don't know i i guess i can't i mean i don't know it's easy to kind of be like oh yeah I listen to a lot of rappers and yeah. i think 
the idea of being able to mess mess around with words and turning words turning words into something that's musical instead of just the um, the words themselves. Because I think I was listening to like Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. I think he had like an interview with with somebody, and I think he was talking about like his inspirations. Like I think he took from like Eminem and a few other people where you play with words. Yeah. In a way that's it's it's percussive or it's like rhythmic or it's like an instrument. Yeah. Like the words become like an instrument. Yeah. And become like a musical intention. Yeah. And, and that's the kind of I think that's how I was approaching the uh, the lyrics as well. So like that word. <laughs> That you picked out so really cool perfectly because that was like a little spice you know in there that was just like oh that's didn't expect that one you know <laughs> it was just like very subtle but that's things that i listen to that's what you know i hear out because i loved lyrics and i just listened to the words so it was just like very ooh, like i just I just loved how that kind of stood on its own was just like first I was it took me a while to figure out what the word was I'm like what is he saying and then and then pronunciation one thing I will say is pronunciation is not my strongest point no no but the the thing is that's what made it so interesting I had to listen to it at least like three or four times and I'm like oh it's vertical like the okay vertical the actual word vertical yeah (laughs) but it was just so interestingly pronounced just the the rhythm you put to it was Mm. i thought was really cool but it is you know that your your pronunciation is kind of like billy eilish it's not like a really clean pronunciation wow, that was that. that was not something i would ever expect anyone ever to to <laughs> i was not expecting that ever <laughs> no but like, you know that very, kinda like, wow yeah I'm, no I mean, but that, you know that that effortlessly that 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 kind of yeah. The really like I don't want to say lazy because it's a very specific um, way of pronouncing something. Um, I'd say often, yeah. You know, it's it's kind of like uh, casual talking, like the way I just talk. That's kind of how I exactly. That's a, that's a good it. way to put it. Yeah. So yeah, I I totally understand that reference as well because yeah. she she's not. It's part of a charm, which is cool. I'm, I mean, I don't listen to. I mean, that's what I love about her. And you, you know, and like always, like you know, when I always did that with my songs, my music teacher would say, "Open your mouth, you know, open up your yeah. mouth further." It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, totally, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. You know, I'm like, and Billy Eilish gets billions for doing that. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> Literally, but yeah, so that's that's my kind of thing with it more than anything else in, in terms of like when you're a singer and you're trying to put something across or trying trying to say certain things because there's tons of people that I like that would get criticised 100% particularly with addiction mm. and the pronunciation so like Kendrick Lamar is a very clear rapper but he used to have a stammer I think when he was younger mm. and I, can, I could sometimes hear and I think he, play, he, used to, he, he tend to play on it a little bit when he's kind of um when he's doing his thing, basically, like, I think I noticed in some of his stuff, he'd always play on that kind of stuff and manipulating his voice and making it sound, even though he's always got a message, he's always got something to say. But, you know, it, it doesn't always matter. And, I, I don't, and I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm sure he's aware, um, I'm sure a lot of these artists are aware that you aren't going to always hear what they're saying or understand what they're talking about. Totally. Like even, yeah, like, I just don't think even with myself, as someone who wants to kind of get back into singing mm. um, and releasing my music, I, I'm, I'm aware 
people aren't really going to understand even if I'm even if my diction's like on point yeah. people aren't really going to understand where I'm coming from with what I'm singing but that's I cool as long I as I can that's really the the well that's for me it's not like oh my song is about this one thing you know I wrote it for yeah, yeah, this yeah. purpose and that's what it's for like that's the beauty about songwriting is even though yeah. you put all your your emotions and all the words mm. and everything in there someone else will listen to the song and have a completely different interpretation about the song you wrote yeah. about. You're like, oh, I clearly wrote it for this purpose and it's clearly about this. And someone else will be like, oh, I actually thought this about. So that's that's what I love about it. You yeah. can dump out all your, your emotions and your heart and soul into that and be very open about it. And someone mm -hmm. else will see it as something completely different and will interpret yeah the way they need it at the moment. Like I'll listen to a song and I'll be like, oh, this is what this is about. And then a few years later, I'll listen to it again and be like, oh no, it's actually about this and this and this. So yeah, it just completely different thing. I think, like, what? You, think yeah, it's, you just put in the, you might say the words, but the way the music is created around that really creates that emotion that is way more yeah. powerful. So that's why I like the combination uh, of both is the words kind of guide you but the, the the song itself and the melodies and the way you're creating it really brings that emotion and, and brings up those memories that you want them to feel and that for me is way more powerful than being like but my message is about this exactly like you're not getting the point it's like no like that's the cool thing about music it can be what yeah any anything the listener wants mm. it to be so it's not it's not like all right uh you know it's it's only this and it, it's it's really not and, and that's what i love about about songwriting is you can really do you can write you can be so vulnerable and say everything you want to say and you think you're so specific but someone else yeah. will see it completely differently and have completely different opinions about it and that's what i love about it because you don't you yeah. have to be you can be very vague you can put as many details in there as you want and still someone will have a completely different just thoughts about it and that's where that that's why i think yeah. i always kind of use the analogy of like the song the the lyrics being like a text like if you say like oh that's cool and then there are no emojis there you're like was that yeah. oh, cool or it could be like oh that's cool or yeah okay that's cool like that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's why i don't like not using emojis because then the person doesn't know how i mean it you know it can be yeah. very fantastic I was thinking it can about be that. very yeah you know but that's what the music is the the, the emojis is the music right so yeah, that explains yeah. what you're feeling the emojis, the 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 gifts, the yeah. uh, the, um, <laughs> <laughs> the the all the different the, all the different types of forms of um, I don't know like stuff you use when you message your people basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> just to try and just to try and seem like emote as emotive as possible without okay. using too many words or whatever. If you're listening to something and what really stands out to you is just. I think yeah, because I think Paul, back to Paul Fold again. Um, he 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 um, he like asked me what makes a good song, and I was like, I, I was just giving him all this stuff, and I was like, I don't know, like good chords or the lyrics. I was like, oh no, or 
It's, he, he didn't say they were wrong, but he was like, no, no, no. Listen, what makes a good song is a good melody. And it's like, okay. I, I don't know how to, how to argue with that because, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't argue with Paul Fode. Period. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but when it comes down to it, even when you think of your favorite songs, you know, I, I'll sing I'll sing my favorite songs to myself or whatever, and I don't always know the lyrics. Yeah. But as long as I've got the pace and the melody yeah. going, and most of the time when you have the melody, everything else kind of falls into place. It does. Everything else can sit underneath anyway. Mm. I don't and, yeah, cool. most of my songs. Just, I have such a bad memory. I just, that's why I have to write everything down and record it, because yeah. I'll, I'll forget. I just... And then I'll listen back to like I'm like oh what's this song and then I'll be like oh I completely forgot about it you know so, but that makes sense but once I have the yeah. melody I'll be like oh okay and then the words kind of flow into yeah. that that makes sense exactly exactly 100 um, percent yeah so that's I think it, it's just one of the I mean like even myself I don't remember mm. the only reason why I remember something is if I've worked on something long enough mm. for it to just get stuck in my head yeah so, like with particularly with the album or stuff I've worked on in recent times that's been like me <clears throat> in front of like in terms of recording and stuff in particular because recording really drains you like on a oh, yeah. on like a creative and just all rounds like Everything. physical emotional mental Every, level it's just like it, yeah. you just get tired of what you're doing so even if you if you want to release something mm. it's like you're, you're sick of it it's like I don't it just Care needs about to come out. It just needs to, because you. By the time you've played it so many times, you've recorded the guitar ten times, you've recorded the vocals twenty times. You know, you're just like, just get it out of my face now. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Particularly when, oh gosh, because with that, with that kind of album, a lot of it involved mainly myself doing everything. Well, not everything, because I didn't record the drums and I didn't. Did he record those, or did he have someone come in to do this? <clears throat> so I got Ben Branley. Oh, okay. My boy. Classic. Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I just get Ben to do it. He <laughs> just nail it. <clears throat> in fact, I did. I did all of the drums on the track out in a short space of time. Um, we couldn't do that many takes as well, just because it was just like mm-hmm. we, just, we were like, okay, we're going to spend too much time on this track. We can't spend too much time yeah, on this yeah. track. We've only got this, this many hours. Yeah, you only got a specific um, studio time. Yeah, so then I, had just, I just had to try and find ways to kind of slot what I had into each song, basically, just like in terms of the takes, you know, how it worked with each song. Um, but yeah, but, but other elements, I mean, in terms of the arranging and everything and, you know, sorting out, recording it, my, recording the instruments myself as well, like, I'd recorded some kind of like, I think I recorded a flugelhorn and a sax on one of the songs. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> they were really good takes as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd need to. I don't know. But that's what. That's one of the songs I want to go back, back yeah. to anyway. So you should. You should just do the. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Now's the time. Just do it. <laughs> now. Well, yeah, I've got to. I've got to sort out some stuff anyway. Um, do some investing in some equipment and blah blah blah, and sort out my own little home studio kind of thing um but yeah like um i think it just gets to a point that you know you need to be able to i mean how driven are you i guess like 
individually and this is kind of i don't know like a rhetorical question to everyone including myself like how driven are you to want to be able to release your own art and want to be able to you know show to the world what you what you can do like are you willing to to work hard or be like i don't want to feel like doing it yeah yeah for sure so yeah it's yeah I think what I have a problem with is I wanted to be well perfect. There's no such thing as perfect, but you know, I'm just like, but I don't have this, right. and I don't have that, and I don't know how to produce. And I always count all the things that I can't do or why I'm stuck and whatever, and I'm not finding solutions. So what I, what what I love about you know when the, the I forgot what the album is called, but the. Phineas and Billie Eilish, they were working on the album. It was all produced in their bedroom. And yeah. I watched a video and their room is super small. It's really, really yeah. small. And they recorded the entire thing just in their room. No like really fancy studios, nothing. Like, and I'm like, yeah. wow, that is so inspiring because you know, all the you know, excuses that I'm making is like, oh, I don't have these equipments. I'm not a, you know, I'm not yeah. a producer and I don't have, I'm like, you know what? Then I'll just put out an acoustic version. And funny enough, I went yeah. like really in Spotify, I scrolled all the way down and Ed Sheeran's first album was an acoustic album. Exactly, yeah. Yep. So, exactly. So, I no- think that's, that's what I'll be doing. We create excuses for ourselves and even I do it, but you know, in my kind of view of things, it's like when it's the right time in your life to do it as well. Mm. But it doesn't feel if you don't feel comfortable doing it, then you can't force yourself to do anything. No, uh-uh, no, no, no. Like you should um, be at a point where you're like, okay, it needs to come out. It needs to. You can't. Um, you can't force creativity. You can't learn how to be creative. You can't. Um, set a time for when you are going to be creative because you can be you know we all kind of schedule stuff particularly if you're if you're trying to be like a full-time artist like we all set schedules and like spaces to allow ourselves to be creative but then what we actually do in that time it's just whatever happens in the moment really um whatever happens there there and then and i think it's always you know i kind of i'm an everything happens for a reason kind of guy like i don't I don't really believe in coincidences or anything, but I'm like, okay, well, if it's the right thing to do, then it's the right thing to do at that time. It's like with my, with you know, as much as it's really great to hear yourself and um, some positive things I've heard from other people that I've, that I've heard some of the music before, like early on, um, you know, they've been, oh, you should just really, and it's like, I personally just don't feel comfortable. Mm. When I feel comfortable really, like, putting something out there, like, I'd rather... I'd rather really put in, you know, put, if I'm going to put in the work and if I want to do X, Y, and Z and I want it to, to portray myself, if I don't feel comfortable with what, you know, whether it's any, any aspect, any aspect of what you've done. So if it's like a message or mm. the music or anything, or the way it represents you, if you don't like the way it represents you, yeah. then oh, you can't do anything about it. Just, just yeah. on to the next one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that I think I just get stuck at at just just random stuff, and I think like if you know Steve Jobs would have been like you know I'm just gonna wait until the iPhone's perfect, then we've yeah. never we would have never had an iPhone, right? He just did it. Yeah. He brought out the first version, and then with every time he upgrades it and does better and 
when now it's he's a great mini computer you know oh so, yeah he's he's a great example of like motivationalism yeah no uh, because he just, he just had an idea right he's a creative person too and he had an idea yeah. and he's like you know what i'm just gonna bring it out see what happens and then people are like oh i don't like this i don't like that or i like this or i like yeah. that and then he just made it better and the next one was better than that and it was better yeah. so yeah that's kind of mm. how i kind of but obviously you want it to be at a point where you're comfortable bringing out mm. the first version right if you're like this does not represent me then if you're not at that point yet then obviously there's no point of bringing out 1.0 yeah. right <laughs> yeah 1.0 it's a great way of, of yeah. you know <laughs> the first one the first one ever and it's 1.0 not just yeah. one yeah <laughs> <laughs> 1.0. There might be something else after the point 0. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I think back, even though it's been so long since so we've actually talked. Yeah. Um, it's always been like, a, I've always looked back on it with fun memories. So I'm always like, oh, this is, this is a great idea. It's not even going to be like an interview. It's just going to be, for me, it was more of a discussion. Like the idea yeah. of of talking about myself yeah. means nothing unless I'm getting something else from somebody else. Like, mm. it, like I don't like to talk about my, like, I, I like to, just connect with other people and, and hear perspectives and things and be able to kind of trade perspectives. I feel like discussing stuff with people is kind of like you kind of you've got some cards out on the table and you're just kind of like trading stuff and looking at each other's yeah, collections yeah. and you're just like, like oh, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, like Yu-Gi-Oh cards like, oh, I got this one or like a Pokemon or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I didn't want, I mean, interview, I think, is the wrong word for it. I think it, yeah. uh, I just wanted it to feel like a n normal discussion. I obviously had some questions yeah. written down, but I wasn't like, so, save. Um, well, let me look at my yeah, with your glasses <laughs> down. <laughs> Maybe like, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would not have expected that from yourself, yeah. even though you're, you're as organized as you are, you're you're a cash person that doesn't make anyone feel uncomfortable ever which is great in a in a interviewer uh, person i don't know what you'd call a presenter okay. what do you call an interviewer an inter inter i guess uh, i don't know the person that interviews <laughs> you know <laughs> my, my english is uh, <laughs> lacking a little bit <laughs> i yeah i mean don't okay. get me started on how uneloquent yeah. i am <laughs> As no, no, that, that's not the point of this but yeah but I uh, yeah I appreciate that it's I, that's just what I'm trying to do is really mm. especially now through the entire COVID and ev that's everyone every, everyone's just listening to and talking about it and I just wanted to be like you know what I'm not accepting that I'm not gonna hear about things I can't do you know I can't play live gigs or I can't perform or you know I can't you know connect with people live or whatever yeah. you know everyone's focusing on everything you can't do I'm like you know what yeah you know you what yeah. I'm not gonna take that I'm gonna find a way um, how I can still do what I love it's just gonna yeah. look a bit different how can you fill the glass not how yeah. empty the glass is totally and like you know what this is a cool way because this is like literally just like a, a give and take and just really helping each other because that's what i wanted to do is like okay how can we help each other as musicians how can we speak mm. up how can we share what we know and that mm. that was just important for me to just you know bring that up that and like how how can i do that how can i help how yeah. can i you know, do something that 
it's not just like me, 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 and how can I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. but just really, you know, kind of help people around me that are going through something similar that I am. So I'm like, you know what? I like talking about music and I won't stop talking about it. So I'm going to find people that you <laughs> found, yeah, you found, found the right person. <laughs> <laughs> Two people to, yeah. to ramble on about music for about a couple of hours. Yeah, exactly. So I thank yeah. you. I really appreciate your time and, and yeah, talking with me. So I really thank do. Thank you again for, for uh, asking me. And I feel very... Um, the word is I guess privilege I don't know I feel very thankful that I'm the first person to do this with you so that's I yeah I like thank you for being my guinea pig for learning all the zoom stuff and do as many scientific (laughs) tests as you can on me (laughs) just a guinea pig and that's it no 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 you're much on my wheel (laughs) chilling on my wheel that's just me uh, thank you so much, Sahib. And um, thank you as well. Yeah, we should do this soon sometime when you bring out your next songs or album. My next thing, I'll say that. <laughs> next thing. Your, your next thing, whatever that is, and yeah. hopefully before that too. So, yeah. Thank you so much. You're Sahib. awesome, Sahib, and thank you for Sahib. being Likewise. you and creating. So, oh, take care.